advanced anti-COVID mask available on the market, the Gore 9000. This is the real mask that you should wear. This is the mask that is anti-lockdown, anti-pro-freedom, anti-Bill Gates, anti-Klaus Schwab, anti-World Economic Forum, anti-Illuminati, anti-New World Order! <laughs> yeah, hey guys. This is Mr. Ray Infinity from the Ray Infinity Show. But this is, is going to be a fun episode. Like, yeah, you can tell by the mask. I just got this. I got this idea from Alex Jones because he's a really funny guy. I got to take it off now. I've had it on long enough. <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty fun. Okay. All right, let's get down to business right now. <laughs> okay. This episode, we are going to be talking about China and basically how China is, how they are trying to become the world's dominant superpower, trying to overthrow the U.S. by doing it. And they are, in fact, the biggest threat to America. Bigger than Russia, bigger than Iran, bigger than anyone in the Middle East. Yeah, they are the biggest threat. Like, the U.S., right now, we are the big dog. But eventually, China, yeah, this is a good possibility because China is, like, the big number two guy. The U.S. is the big kid on the block, but China is coming right up to, to our doorstep. Yeah. So, basically, like, this entire episode, we're talking about China, really. I don't have anything else planned for the episode. If you guys do any for the next episode, leave an idea down. Okay. Okay. What we're first going to be talking about here is basically like how China's algorithms, what it means for, for us and basically how it is like Joe Rogan did an episode a few months ago about, about China and basically how um, their version of TikTok um, it has, is very different from our version of TikTok, which they own TikTok, but um, they don't use the version that is used over here or over there. It's very different. It's very different. Basically, like for our TikTok, it's basically basically a bunch of idiot kids doing dance videos, talking about some weird ideologies and soft pornography stuff that's said in here. That's some of it. Meanwhile, in China, it's nothing like that. What it is is basically science projects like um patriotism for Chinese patriotism and basically like um fun things you can do at home and by fun like um like encouraging um achievement encouraging people to do better like all of that not they're not doing that in the US basically like I wanted to show this up this part of we're talking about this part of the episode of Joe Rogan's podcast and we're gonna go right into it. Let's so, the gen- what terrifies me is that we yeah. have to become like China in order to deal with what they're doing. Um, I, I, I just I feel like one step moving in that general direction is a social credit score system. Yeah. I'm terrified of that. Right. And I think that that is where yeah. vaccine passports lead to. Mm-hmm. I really do. And yeah, I, I think this idea that they're slowly working their way into our everyday lives and in this sort of inexorable way where you have to have some sort of paperwork or some sort of a Q code or something on your phone or QR code, that scares the shit out of me. Cause that, that, yeah. 
it's a bunch of 1984 stuff there. Yeah, go read the book if you haven't read it. It's terrifying. It's based, It's just a communism book. That's really all it is. Nothing short of that. It's a, you're never going to get that back. Right. Once the government has that kind of power and control, they're going to be able to exercise it whenever they want with all sorts of... By the way, an example, during World War II, FDR imprisoned like 100,000 Japanese Americans into in the internment camps. They got out, but the reason they got out was because FDR died and Truman took um, Truman took over and he released them after World War II. Reasons to to institute it. I, I'm worried about that too, but I will or, say or also skip, just skip also through this the main part. What China is doing regarding its internet because it's seeing real problems and we might not yeah. like their solution. We might want to implement where, where is it? Let's get to it. Come on. Their version of TikTok. Right right here. Rolled out a bunch of sweeping reforms. Yeah. That include things like yeah. if you're under the age of fourteen and you use Doyen, which is their version of TikTok, yeah. when you swipe the videos, instead of getting like the influencer dancing videos and soft pornography, you get science experiments you can do at home. Man, this thing's slow. Implement a solution. This thing's this thing's slow right here, but um but generally what the idea is basically like um TikTok over here in the US is dumbing people down, particularly kids, while over in China it's promoting a lot of stuff, like yeah, encouraging people to do better in life. And like basically like they're playing the long game, they're trying to dumb us down. So China can be the world's dominant superpower. Okay. And basically, and basically like um like like he says what they didn't get to because the internet's messing up. Is that uh is that basically um China for like video games and stuff like that, like you're 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 only allowed to play them a certain amount of times a day in like in like certain days of the week. Same thing with TikTok. Except um the thing with TikTok is for if you're under if you're a minor, you're only allowed like forty minutes a day on certain days of the week and after like ten PM to six AM in the morning, it's closed. Like you can't even use it at all. Like you literally can't use it like and like if you're a military person in a part of the Chinese military, you get a phone that's locked down completely and you can't do anything about it. Basically because China likes to radicalize groups over here. Like they go into veterans groups over here in the U.S. and they, they try to put things to piss them off, to try to radicalize them. That's what they want to do because it, it divides us more and more. Yeah. Like um, like Afghanistan, uh, st Afghanistan stuff, basically promoting like Biden's done this horribly, like he's embarrassed the, the the country and basically like it pisses a lot of military people off. So, yeah. All right. Um, since this is messing up, we're not going to talk much more about it, but what we're going to talk about is um, over here about Klaus Schwab. He praises China's communist leader, Xi Jinping or Winnie the Pooh <laughs> during a, th a thing and a speech at, um, at the Davos summit. Basically, like saying Xi Jinping is this great, <clears throat> great leader. He he promotes the future. He goes along with our agenda. We love China. We love China. Yeah. And, they, and this was and Klaus Schwab, remember, head of the World Economic Forum, the guy behind the Great Reset agenda. Oh, Klaus Schwab is also a Rothschild. Yeah. And Bill Gates is a Rockefeller. Yeah, I want to talk more about that 
stuff in another video. But this episode, we want to. I want to focus on China and just China alone. Yeah, and like Bill, and like um, Klaus Schwab, <clears throat> one of the elites praising China. Um, he a lot of um, Bill Gates does it too. Like here in this video, he praises China for their sacrifice. Basically, the vi the the virus leaked out of a Chinese Wuhan lab. Basically, yeah, they whether it was intentional or not. Most likely, I think it was intentional, but yeah, because of um, the um, virus simulation Gates did like a few months prior to it happening. So I can't prove whether it was intentional or not, but you get the idea. Basically, like he praised China for their sacrifices um, like a few months afterwards. Basically, like, thank you for your sacrifices for committing to us. <coughs> yeah. Basically... But Bill Gates um, is, a, is a guy that um, um, that he wants population. He advocates for population reduction, reducing the population. And with him praising China for their sacrifices, yeah. So giving up how many ever sacrifices they want to their gods that they the Illuminati believes in, whatever they are, probably who knows whatever they are. Wait, so like, here, we're going to go through the video. I want to show this part to you guys. To all the people of Wuhan, uh, you know, you made a great sacrifice uh, to be in this very strict quarantine. And, you know, I'm very glad that it succeeded, uh, but I'm sure that the difficulties uh, were very great. And so we're thankful that uh, you made these sacrifices. Um, you know, being at ground mm -hmm. zero of a Infectious disease is a coincidentally where it started right a few yards from the lab that had a virus that was 99.9% of the, the COVID virus, a version, like whether it was the exact same version or not, probably just modi modified from the one they just found in, in, the, in the wilderness. They just modified it. And basically that's why it's so similar. That's why it's not 100%, but because they added stuff to it. Incredible challenge, and you know you uh, made changes. You know work was stopped. Your living was very different, uh, and now the goal that all of that had, which is getting the cases down to very small numbers, uh, and still being super open about okay, where are those cases? Uh, that critical thing is is something that people should feel good about, and you know I'm hope that we can get things even more back to normal uh, in the months ahead is, you know, we use testing data to see where do we still need to restrict things and where can we uh, go partially back to normal. So, you know, thank you for your sacrifices. <laughs> yeah, you get the idea. Basically, yeah. And certain stuff about Bill Gates I'm not allowed to talk about, otherwise this video will get pulled. Yeah. <laughs> Basically something about the Vs, I can't talk about that, but you get the idea and how they can reduce population. And yeah, something a lot of people don't talk about is that like, here's the thing. Bill Gates is a psychopath. He really is a psychopath. Like he, he talks this weird way, <clears throat> this like satanic way, like, um, oh, like, um, Klaus Schwab does like his Darth Vader impression. Basically that's, He's basically Darth Vader, and Bill Gates is probably the number two guy. 
like um, he's probably like uh, like the apprentice. I used to always think that Bill Gates was the one in charge because he was a Rockefeller, even though the Rockefellers are, are number two. I always thought they always put Gates in charge, like just just to control everything. But apparently, apparently not. I think I now believe that it's Klaus Schwab. And the reason is, is because Klaus Schwab is a Rothschild. And the Rothschilds are the number one family in the Illuminati. Rockefellers are number two, but Rothschilds are ahead of them. They are. They're ahead of them. And, like, they're the most powerful family in the world. And, and Klaus Schwab is the head of the World Economic Forum, which is the overall government of the world basically working together. <laughs> and, um... Yeah, Klaus Schwab, like, yeah, he's the head of the World Economic Forum. Yeah, and 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 he also is the guy behind the Great Reset, which um, their plan to organize society into like a social credit system, into like a, a checkpoint society, um, ident digital identification, which that's part of the social credit system. But yeah, you get the idea. <coughs> And also, like the other families in, like, um, the Illuminati, the Russells, something that a lot of people don't know, I found this out. Um, Bill Clinton, he is a Russell. He is related to the Russells. Like, he has an ancestor from a long, uh, from a long time ago that is a Russell that has the last name Russell. I, I, and it's just a huge coincidence. You think it's just a huge coincidence that he has someone with the last name Russell, but, um, as a relative, and then there's the Russells that are part of the Illuminati, and um, Bill Clinton is this was the president of the United States, the most powerful nation on the world. So I don't think that is a coincidence. <laughs> I don't think it is. Also, the Kennedys, JFK, RFK, like they were are, they were a part of the Illuminati. Um, JFK, which I will do a video about him. One eventually one day, I don't know when, <clears throat> he was an elite. He was one of them. And they took him out because he broke his oath. He was going against what the pyramid wanted, what the Illuminati wanted. And he was going to expose them all, and they took him out. Same thing with his brother. He broke his oath, and they took him out. Yeah, we're going to get more into that in another video, but I just want to keep this focus more on China. Hmm. <clears throat> And basically the thing about China, um, they're practically changing history in a lot of ways. Like they are. Like like they have these propaganda movies um, out there called Wolf Wolf Warrior, and I believe the other one's called Wolf Warrior 2, which basically um, is Wolf Warrior 2. The ending scene is basically this Chinese wolf warrior fighting a Navy SEAL in a hand-to-hand -hand combat, and the Chinese wolf warrior is doing all these impossible stunts, kicking the Navy SEALs ask, and like, and basically they're trying to, the, the wolf warrior, these Chinese wolf warriors are trying to free people that the Navy SEALs have um, imprisonments for like the freedom and the glory of them. And basically like he, while the Navy SEAL is working for some corporate greed or something like that, like it's pretty stupid. And the, the visual effects are, are awful. Like the Navy SEAL gets his ass kicked. Um, this wolf warrior guy does all these stunts that are clearly impossible no one could do. Yeah. And, and like, the, th the th and also, like, um, they have another movie coming out. I don't know if it's come out yet or 
it's going too soon, whether if it hasn't yet. It's about the Chosen Reservoir, which was this big battle in the Korean War, where basically America got surrounded by the ocean, and basically they had to fight their way out, and then they eventually came and settled on the 38th parallel. But in the movie, it's um, these Chinese um, soldiers that are um, throwing the Americans back to the sea. That basically for the freedom and the glory of Korea and China. <coughs> yeah. So, yeah. Like, they're changing history. Like, they're, they're playing the long game. Like, they want, they're trying to figure out how to beat us in like 10, 15, maybe even 20 years. <coughs> yeah. All right. And how, like, the China's movies, like, um, they change history and they're just propaganda. But, like, the thing is, our movies, they cater them, like, to make sure certain things aren't offensive. Like, um, remember, like, um, remember John Cena? He apologized to China for saying something, for saying Taiwan was a country. Um, yeah, like, let, let's go to that. I want to show you that part. Basically, like, John Cena did Fast and Furious 9, which Fast and Furious 9 is practically China movies, even though they're not. They're made just for China. They're not made for the American audiences. But basically, he's, and when, when the movie first released, he said Taiwan got to see it first. China got angry, <coughs> threatened to pull the film from releasing in China, and uh, unless um, he John Cena apologized. And so he made this video talking in Mandarin, apologizing to China for saying Taiwan was a country. Like, let's play the video right here, just to show you guys. What he's saying is, he's saying he loves China, he thinks they're, they're great people, that he's sorry, he's really, really sorry, that's practically information. Uh, he, he apologized to China because he was afraid because the movie was going to get pulled, and if he got if it got pulled, the movie would have lost a ton of money, would not have made as nearly as much, and he probably would have been fired from the franchise, which he still may be. I don't know, but yeah, yeah. And speaking and like um how China changes our movies, like here's a few movies that um that had to change for China. Like here's a few of them. This is just a handful of them. The big one, Doctor Strange, right here. <clears throat> Doc, like, the thing about Doctor Strange in the comics, Doctor Strange's mentor was a Tibetan monk that basically, like, after he got into his action, he went and studied with the Tibetan monk and learned the mystic arts. Well, China doesn't believe in Tibet, doesn't believe Tibet should have any freedom. And there so, they forced Marvel to change the ancient one, which, um, that's the character's name, to a, to, from a Tibetan monk to a Celtic monk, basically a woman with a shaved head. And basically, yeah, basically they changed the origin story of the comic book for China. Yeah. Or another big one. 
basically like Top Gun Maverick, the sequel to Top Gun, which I love that movie. But Top Gun Maverick, basically um, Maverick, he 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 has all the uh, the flag patches on his on his uniform, basically of all the country's flags. And real life, like that real uniform has the Taiwan flag patch patched onto it. So China doesn't believe in Taiwan, and to make sure the movie gets released in China, they put they had him remove the Taiwan patch from his uniform. Like really, really. Like here's a few others: Star Trek Beyond, Castle Royal, Casino Royal, Iron Man Three, The Mandarin. Uh, I don't know what that is. Star Wars, like a lot of movies. Like there's a lot of them right here. Like Pixels, like Red Dawn. That's another big one. Basically, basically Red Dawn, the movie about where these high schoolers come together and fight um, a country that invades them. Basically, basically the the original one was China invading um, America. These these kids got together and fought fought against China. But China, we would make them look bad. Had them change it, so they changed it to where it's North Korea invading, invading. And so, yeah. Like, really, they're changing a lot of history right here. Yeah. Or, or speaking, like, the movie, like, another thing, outside of movies, like, basically, like, they have constant, or, oh, I'll forget, I'll get back to the movie thing first, because, like, you know the live-action movie Mulan, which is a reboot of, um, of uh, an old Disney movie, which the reboot was not good. It was a really bad movie. They thank China in the credits, and... Because they filmed um, the air, the area around near a concentration camp in, in China, like literally a, a concentration camp where people where there's human rights violations going on and no one's doing anything to stop it. And and Disney thanks them in the credits for for letting them film there. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> like there's a lot of these movie odd things that Hollywood does, like. China really owns Hollywood. It's bigger than big tech. And basically, like, a few years ago, remember, like, in, 20, like in I believe, 2017, Xi Jinping, he said that he will destroy Trump to save America. He, he and basically, like, um, he's saying, I will destroy Trump. I will work with Hollywood. I want to overthrow American democracy. I want to repudiate it. I want to discredit it. And, he, and Xi Jinping admits he admires Adolf Hitler and Joseph Stalin. But, yeah. Like literally, he admits he admires Joseph Stalin and Adolf Hitler, Adolf Hitler. Like some big, some of the most evil people that has ever lived. <clears throat> like, yeah, or like um, how um, and speaking about Taiwan again, basically like um, the World Health Organization, basically like this was in the early days of the pan pandemic. <clears throat> God, man, I'm, my throat's not that good today. <clears> throat> Basically, like um, they instructed the World Health Organization to not even mention the name Taiwan because they have funding. They get funding from China. They have that over. And basically, at the time, the U.S. got out of the World Health Organization, stopped funding it. <coughs> they stopped funding it. And and so, like the head of the World Health Organization did an interview with um, this this woman talking about Taiwan's response. And basically, like, he doesn't even mention the name Taiwan. And basically, like, you have to see it. Here, I, I got to show you guys the video right here. Would the WHO consider Taiwan's membership? Hmm. Not saying anything. He's not saying anything. I think he can clearly hear her. 
Hello? We, with the, with the, sorry, I can't hear you. I couldn't hear your question. Okay, yeah, let me, let, let me, let me repeat the question. No, so. that's okay. Let, let's move to another one then. Right. Yeah, trying because, to get away from I'm, it. I'm actually curious on talking about Taiwan as well, on Taiwan's case. <laughs> he hangs up on. He hangs up. Literally, he hangs up. We decided to give Dr. Alward another call to follow up. Yeah. And I just want to see if you can comment a bit on how Taiwan has done so far in terms of containing yeah. the virus. Yeah. Well, we, we've already talked about China. And, um, you know, when you, you look across Taiwan all the specific. different areas of, uh, of China, they've actually all done. Taiwan is not a, a part of job. China. So with that, I'd like to thank you very much for inviting us to participate. And, uh, and good luck as you go forward with the battle in Hong Kong. You see... China does not like the fact that Taiwan is an independent nation. They they can't stand it because like during the Chinese Revolution between Mao and Shet, Mao won and Shet fled to Taiwan and basically like became its own independent nation right there, which pisses China off. Basically, China has never has gotten a hold of it, tried to get a hold, get it back. They haven't been able to. Like one time when they like a few, I believe last time they tried to they sent well this was Ali believe in twenty twenty. I mean, 2020, 2019, somewhere around there. Basically, um, they they um they sent jets into Taiwan and tried to take it in some fashion, but the U.S. sent a couple super carriers in. Everything calmed down for a while, and then um when the pandemic started, the U.S. um evacuated the U.S. Theodore Roosevelt Roosevelt, and because of the virus, and basically like it created a lot of worrisome around Taiwan, like a lot of it. And so yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and basically about the virus again. Um, we all know it leaked from the lab. Like, um, clearly, see here, the NHA clearly admitted they funded um, gain-of-function research in the Wuhan lab where the virus leaked, even though Fauci's denied it. He even even the emails, he says, he admits, admits he fu they funded gain-of-function research. But they changed the definition of gain-of-function. Like a, the day or a few days beforehand, all these came out or something like that. He, he was clearly in the emails, he was referring to the former um, version of gain of function, the, the former definition. But yeah, he, yeah, these guys are China. People don't realize China is the biggest threat, not Russia. Russia is just a distraction because they hated Trump for four years. They want they were so desperate to get him out. They just. Blamed everything on Russia. Tried to make them the biggest threat. You know, they have they have the most nukes, but our military is far superior. So, yeah. <clears throat> I question whether or not we're getting closer to an act of war with China. The reason is, is because, like, how a lot of their things have been affecting us. Like, not just with them, all, with them, people, like, catering to them. Like the NBA, Blizzard, people don't want to give up the cold hard cash. Stuff like that. Or with Hollywood. Or with Fauci and the World Economic Forum, whatever. Yeah, but like, man, I don't know. I truly don't know. Like, basically, if it, mutually um, destruction, mutually destruction is basically where this may head. Like, mutually assured, because like two nuclear powers, like like the U.S. and China, like. What would happen? Like, are you going to have like a um one guy going to launch a missile, the other going to launch a missile? You're going to have a guy standing in the middle, watches the missile go back and forth, back and forth, 
that back and forth and basically like wipe out, if not everyone, at least most people on the planet. Because that's probably what would happen if a nuclear war happened. And probably Texas would be the first one out before D.C., before California, before any other state, Florida, whatever. Yeah. Or, yeah, and, bas and basically, like, another, I forgot to comment, comment on this. Basically, like, um, remember, like, a few months ago, there was that Chinese tennis star, ch tennis player, that, that claimed she was sexually assaulted by some Chinese politician. And basically, she ended up going missing for a few weeks and then put out a statement, or at least a statement from her, supposedly, who knows where it came from, basically saying, hello, world. I am Pen Shui. I am okay. You don't need to worry about me. Basically, the kind of stuff that you say when you have a gun to your head. Like, yeah. Like, here's the note right here. Here, here it is, right here. Let's try to get this up. <sighs> Wi-Fi's being a little slow today. Yeah, yeah. I may not get this up right now, but you can clearly see from right here, down here, where it says, hello, this is Peng Shui, regarding the recent news of the official website of the WTA. The content has not been confirmed or verified by myself and was released without my consent, news and release, including the allegations of sexual assault is not true. I am not missing, nor am I unsafe. <laughs> yeah, I've just been resting at home. Everything is fine. Thank you again for caring so much about me. Oh, the WTA publishers publishes any moves, news about me, please verify with me and release it with, with consent. As a professional tennis player, I thank you for your account, for your compassionship and consideration. I hope to promote tennis with all of you if I have the chance in the future. Yeah, future. Who knows what that means? Yeah, who knows if you get sent to a concentration camp? Yeah. <clears throat> I hope Chinese tennis will become better and better. Yeah, thank you for your consideration. Yeah, you get the idea. We know what they do over there. A lot of people go missing if they speak out about the government. <clears throat> or another thing, when the virus very first broke out, there was a, a journalist that calling out the government, talking bad things about it, disappears for a month, comes back about a month later and says, government's great. We know what they do. Like, literally, they force people to um, admit stuff and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. My voice hasn't been the best today, guys. So I might wrap this up. For, I'm probably going to wrap this up right now because my voice is bad right now. And like, I believe my allergies are getting bad in my throat. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> All right, guys. This has been a fun episode. It's a little weird because, like, my voice sounds off. But yeah, also that opening with the mask, the Gore 9000 mask from Star Trek, that was pretty fun. Yeah, I might do something like that again pretty soon. Who knows? All right, guys. Um, follow, um, like this video, um, um, subscribe to this channel, comment down below, and put on the notification bell so you get an update on when the next video posts. When this video, when the next few video posts. Also, I also said I said like already, but like this because like basically it helps against the YouTube algorithm. It promotes this, gets this video out sooner, and more people can see it. So yeah. Follow me on Twitter, follow me on Rumble, follow me on MeWe, follow me on Gab, and CloudHub. Yeah, because, like, we need to promote everything outside of just Twitter, Facebook, everything. Oh, 
also like um, um, my YouTube, my, my Facebook page, Conservatives and Libertarians. Like, you guys are going to love, like, that stuff. That uh, stuff I post there. It's pretty fun stuff, but yeah. All right, guys. This is Mr. Ray Infinity. This is the Ray Infinity Show. Catch you next time.